Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger, and uh, today I want to talk to you about the benefits of leisure and play in adult relationships. It's really uh, a very important thing. Uh, in honor of that, I'm wearing a T-shirt because uh, I really feel, you know, baseball is play, and uh, actually my wife and I uh, went, and our kids were there, and their partners into Chicago. It was the first time I was there uh, over the uh, late summer and field for the first time, walked all over, had a great time, definitely was a playful vacation. Um, now, in terms of why play is so important, there is actually neurobiological reasons for it. Let me start there. That we have a nervous system that um, is set up to engage with others, to rest and digest and go to sleep and to be activated and to play. You know, when a person, when a child is born, pretty quickly there begins this dyadic, uh, this relationship between the mother and the child and other caretakers, the father and child, nanny and child, grandparents and child, and they play, right? That's what we do. We play peekaboo, which actually activates the sympathetic nervous system of the child. You know, sometimes we think of sympathetic nervous system about just fight or flight, but actually when, when people are feeling safe and, and calm, relatively calm, and non-stressed, actually the sympathetic nervous system is about play. The parasympathetic nervous system is about rest. So it's built into our nervous system. I'm not going to go a lot on the on our system, on our biology, but I'm just saying it's built in to play as children. And we know that we, we, you know, we all want to go on vacations, like our vacation to Chicago or going to the other vacations that we tend to do. Um, we come alive when we play. Play is very important. Individually, play is very important. You know, I, I started this great game called golf. You probably have heard of it. And uh, at my young age of 65, I'll be 66 in a week, but um, I started this in the game and I'm having fun. I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm trying to be pretty kind to myself because it's a hard game as many, uh, whoever's golf knows this. And, um, but it's fun and it's play and I'm looking forward to playing on a course in a few days. So that's individual play. Uh, you know, it could be anything, it could be basketball, it could be writing poetry, there's different forms of play that people have when play is when we're not, we're not trying to achieve necessarily, even in sports, to really play our best is we're playing because we enjoy it. Even professional athletes will say that they do their best when they're just enjoying themselves and they're just into the game itself. And of course, they want good results, but that becomes a byproduct. It's not the goal necessarily. We want to play. And I talk a lot about adults playing 
uh, and that they do in the beginning of relationships. You know, that's oftentimes what we do. We, we, we arrange dates, we go play, we go to restaurants, but we also play uh, in, in a variety of ways. And of course, there's playing, this physical play and sexual play. A lot of times when men come to me with sexual difficulties, because they've stopped playing, sex, the sexual arena becomes a way to either succeed or fail. And so now the play is out of it. So we need to insert play back into that. And when we do that, oftentimes their sexual issues dissolve. Um, but I think there's it's important to play like like constantly, or, and I'll say consistently. You can't play all the time. It's time to work. It's time to take care of children. There's there's times to take care of taxes, but we do need to play. And I think that I've been working with some couples where they don't uh, they don't create a time. They don't bracket time to play. And that's a problem because the relationship gets dry, gets stale. And I have some couples that they, they'll say to me, well, we went on vacation over the holidays and we played. But when we're back at home in our everyday routine, we just don't. And I understand that. There's a lot to do. But we need to emphasize play. It's very, very important. It is very important. I believe that as I've gotten better at taking time out to play, that I've been better for my clients. I think I do better videos and podcasts. Maybe not every single one of them, but I think a lot of it has to do with me taking a time out and playing. My week, for example, is comprised of seeing a lot of clients. I learn, I'm constantly in learning, as even though I've been doing this for 41 years, I'm, st- I'm still learning new things. There's a kind of a play in that too, but it's not really play. I mean, but I, there's a sense of being young as I learn. It keeps me young, but it's not play. But, so, but what my point about this is I see a lot of clients. I keep learning. I have other things I need to do for work. I'm, I'm creating a program right now, Healing Infidelity from the Inside Out. It, it's all things I do that are important, and it's, it's about helping other people, and that's my focus. How important it is for me to play enhances what I do with, with my clients and with the, the other tasks that I'm doing for work. But playing with my wife is a different kind of play, and it adds, obviously I'm a marriage therapist, but couples therapist, but it doesn't matter what field you're in. When you set time aside to play with your partner, you are now retrieving a very natural aspect of who we are, like I said, even in our neurobiology. And it's been lost for many of our parents and grandparents, so we end up getting into the script where that drops away. So I work and I work a decent amount. I do play golf. But with my wife, we play, we hike a lot. We hike three days a week, three mornings a week. And for us, it's play because we're not trying to necessarily 
achieve any records. We are working out and it's a good workout, but we're enjoying our time together. We're enjoying nature together. We stop every once in a while, take a few pictures, maybe embrace, maybe give a little kiss. We're playing. Hiking for us is playing. We started taking dance lessons. It's true. Yesterday, first dance lesson, and uh, we're doing it actually virtually, and it's working. I mean, I didn't know how this would work, but there's a way to do it. And this person was a terrific uh, ballroom dancer, social dancer, made, won many awards, and lives on the East Coast. And I'm here on the West Coast with my wife. And, and so we were dancing. It was amazing. And we're going to continue, and we're going to do that weekly. And after I finish this video, we have our 10 minutes of practice coming up. And we're doing it with play. And I'm looking forward to it. It enriches us. It really increases our well-being. Physicians and researchers and um, doctors have been knowing, know, has known for, for years that play in, is, um, is an element of longevity. It's also a way to be deeper with our partner. Of course, one way to be deeper, I talk about this a lot, is to communicate, learn how to actually communicate even about challenging topics, become what I call partners in pain, and that's all important. But also play. Play gets us close. When I'm being silly with my partner, when we're dancing, when we're embracing, taking a break on our hike to embrace our sweaty bodies, that's play. And... I think that one of the things I do sometimes with couples is I help them play when they're going through a lot. And I'm not saying that I see a couple that come to see me, they're having all kinds of problems. I go, oh, let's go play. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little more sensitive than that. I, mean, I listen to their feelings. I tune into them. Uh, I want them to listen to each other. At the same time, I want them sometimes to turn away from all those challenges and just play. Of course, they can play by themselves if they you know, I have people come in, they've just discovered infidelity, let's say. Maybe it's difficult to play together. But I want them to play by themselves. And play meaning healthy play and appropriate play. Um, but as soon as possible, I do want them to play in whatever way they can play together. Because even in those crisis situations, it begins to balance our nervous system. And the truth is that we make better decisions from an elevated state of, of being. And the more well-being we have, the more we can make good decisions for ourselves and, our, and others and our partner and our children. So what I recommend is for you to set aside seconds and minutes. Okay? The vacations are great. Dates are great. But I'm talking about seconds and minutes of play. And don't wait to feel like it. Don't wait to be in the mood. I'm telling you, this is a, I can't order you, but I can make a very, very strong suggestion that whether you feel like it or not, because a lot of times couples, they just get stuck in their rigid, rigid patterns. Just go up to your partner and play. What do you got to do? Hug the person, hold the person. Um, Think of something funny to say. Um, tell them a funny story that happened. Hold hands. Skip together. Hey, let's skip. 
Go to the playground and play. Don't break into the, the kids' equipment there. But there are things you can do even in a playground. Play catch. I mean, really, I use that. It's a, I have a communication exercise called playing catch. But I'm talking about the real catch with a ball. Um, don't worry about how good you do or how well you do. Just have fun together. And don't wait to have the stars align. Do it for five minutes. So seconds might be an embrace, smile, funny joke, um, an amusing text. But minutes would be spend a few minutes skipping or turning on some music and say, let's dance. Don't wait for it to be comfortable. Because remember, play is not about doing things well. When I go practice in a few minutes, it's not about doing things well. I mean, we'll get better from practice, but the goal is to just interact and play together. That's really it, to engage. So I'm just hoping that this little talk on play and the importance of leisure, but remember, leisure could be days, hours, minutes, seconds. That's got to become a place for you where you put it in your life. You put a few minutes in every day. You put 10 minutes, 20 minutes, some days longer, of course. Create a playful atmosphere. How do you do that? You can Google, how do I create a playful atmosphere with my partner? You'll get ideas. Just put your attention on it, and you'll be able to do it. Even if you don't see yourself as a, a playful person. I've had people say, I'm just, I'm just serious. I'm a serious person. I've always been serious. And I go, well, don't let that stop you from being playful. There's an alter ego in there somewhere that's buried. Go retrieve it. How do you retrieve it? Do what I call real pretending. You know, in a way, it's, you're not pretending to fool yourself or other people. You're pretending to find what else is real inside of you. Let's access this part of you that maybe isn't part of your vocabulary very much. And of course, those of you that it's easy to play, play with your partner. Don't just play with your friends. Your partner needs to be a playmate. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. See what happens. Because that is the quickest way to remembering what it's like to be a couple. So that's what I wanted to say to you today. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.